read the scripture and then we'll do that. Let me read you this morning's scripture where I'll be preaching from and then uh, we have a special song for you and then we'll go into the sermon. I'm in 1 John chapter 3 verses 1 through 7. See what kind of love the Father has given to us and what we should be called God's children. And that is what we are. Because the world didn't recognize him, it doesn't recognize us. Dear friends, now we are God's children and it hasn't yet appeared what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he, see, as he is. Let me say that again. Dear friends, now we are God's children, and it hasn't yet appeared what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves even as he is pure. Every person who practices sin commits an act of rebellion, and sin is rebellion. You know that he appeared to take away sins, and there is no sin in him. Every person who remains in relationship to him does not sin. Any person who sins has not seen him or known him. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. The person, the person who practices righteousness is righteous in the same way that Jesus is righteous. The word of God for the people of God. Good morning. This uh, <clears throat> next song that we want to go ahead and... <clears throat> introduced to you all today is a song with a very special message and a very special time that Morningstar is going through. We're going to be going through some change and some transition and uh, there are two key points of this song that we want everybody to make sure that we understand and we feel and we hear not just with our ears but also with our our minds and our hearts. First word is redemption. Redemption is a a key word in this song here, and it's a part of the message. The second one is, uh, you're going to hear the lyrics, Set Me Free. And we're going to be coming to a time here where we are very, very much attached to a specific person here at Morningstar. Uh, and somebody is very, very special to us. But we're going to be coming to a time where we're going to be need, needed to be set free. In the hours that I have known And of all of my woes Are the cause to lay you low I demand they turn to home Would you set me free Just set me free As it takes its hold And it won't let you go I'm reminded of the cold 
Now it's taking so much from me Are you worthy of being saved? All your fears and insecurities Just set me free Just set me free Just set me free Last week I meant to share this with you, and um, so I'm going to share it with you this week, and you'll hear it again next week, because I think um, there's something in repetition and hearing it over and over again that when you hear it again, it's, um, uh, when we read the verse over and over, and you're Oh, Lectio Divina. It's kind of a Lectio Divina, but over over three weeks. But you missed it last week, and so I'm giving it to you this week. Just pretend you heard it before. Um, this is a prayer that uh, is basically called the prayer heard around Texas and beyond. It was delivered by James Tallarico of Round Rock, Texas, on the floor of the House of Representatives of the Texas Legislature on March 24th of this year. Holy mystery, you have so many names. The Torah calls you creator. The Quran calls you peace. 
the Gita calls you destroyer, the Dharma calls you truth, and the first epistle of John calls you perhaps the most beautiful name of all, love. You are the strange love uniting all things. That the love that drew elements together after that big bang, the love that drew life itself from those primordial oceans, the love that drew us all to this exact moment, the love we were born of, we exist in, and the love that one day we will return to. In my faith, you express yourself through a barefoot rabbi who embodied your perfect love, a crucified carpenter who gave only two commandments, love God and love neighbor, because there is no love of God without love of neighbor. Help us love not in word, but in action. Help us honor not just the name of Jesus, but the way of Jesus. Help us free the oppressed, feed the hungry, house the homeless, heal the sick, release the prisoner, welcome the stranger, forgive the enemy, and above all, protect your creation. The word of God is love. Let us not be hearers of your word, but doers of your word in our families, our communities, and in this chamber, not just with prayers, but with policies, not just personal love, but political love, because democracy is not just a constitution. Democracy is a covenant. Holy mystery, open our minds, open our hearts, open our hands, so that, we, that, so that we may build a new world in the shell of the old, a world that is more just, more free, more whole, and more in love with you. In all your many names we pray. Amen. So um, I had occasion recently to uh, go to Top Golf with, uh, with Ross. And uh, so, I don't know if you guys have been to Top Golf, but it's like a it's a big building, three stories. There's like 50 bays on each built on each floor, and it's a driving range. You go out there, Greg, to to hit a golf ball, and they have these like big round nets of things. So it's almost like bowling. You hit the golf ball, you get it into the thing, you you score points. Are you following me? Okay. And uh, and so I got up there and. I may not be better than Ross at preaching, but I'm better than Ross at Top Golf. But not by much. So Ross slices the ball and it goes it goes long and then it slices off and hits the top of the net. And David, like the net, like you just see these explosions of dust off the net time after time again. And I'm not like wanting to 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 beat the ball into hell, Mike. I'm just wanting to hit the ball. That's all I want to do is just hit the ball straight. And I get to 100, 150, 175, and then I hit the ball to 200 yards. Not so much in that order, but I'm there. And after the ball hits to 200 yards, Ross is like impressed, Wendy. 
And he's like, wow. And then I get up there to hit the ball again, and I topped that ball into next week. I say that to say that um, I, uh, I did okay last week. It was a good sermon. I'm going to brag just a little bit. And I hope that this week I don't top the top of the sermon. We came together last week, as we often do, to fellowship a little bit. But we really came together to be set free of the crapulence of the previous week in hopes of resetting ourselves. Crapulence. Put a pin in that. To then string together prayers of welcome, song, confess of our sins together, laugh as I stumbled through being stumped by my son, to give generously, lift up a prayer of thanksgiving, listen to me sermonate about the fact that we were Morningstar, are Morningstar, and will always be Morningstar. Our string of prayers continued and lifting up our voices in song, and then off we went to love and serve the Lord. My spiritual coach will be glad to hear that I made space in my mind, my heart, to put forth my hands and accept your compliments, your thanks for having jarred our collective memories that we are Morningstar, a church over there that does church over there. Put forth my hands. That's strange. Antiquated. Put a pin in that. We are in the second week of a sermon series that we are calling Now What? This period where the Sundays after Easter and the liturgy are called the first Sunday after Easter, the second Sunday after Easter, etc., until we get to Transfiguration Sunday and then Pentecost. We are also entering a period of transition where we are in the process of letting go of our pastor, saying goodbye, or maybe the better way is the New Mexican way, hasta luego, or until we meet again. Now what? Points to ponder from this morning's scripture. We are children of God. It hasn't yet appeared what we will be. All who have the hope in him. Everyone who practices sin commits an act of rebellion. You know that he appears to take away sins. Little children, make sure no one deceives you points to ponder. Put a pin in that. If there's anything that this last year, this year of COVID-19, a year of pandemic, has done is that it has humbled us. We are in this here and now. We, in this here and now, learned, actually, we relearned because history had taught us before, but we choose or chose to not listen, to not pay attention to the lessons of yore. We are in this together. Our pastor Ross encouraged us to hold fast and to live slow, hold fast in our faith of our redeemer and to live slow with our sustainer. We have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed some more to our creator to end the grip of this thing that we are in, whatever that is or was or still is. We prayed to keep our family and friends safe. We prayed crazy and illogical, irrational prayers. We prayed to be set free. Regardless of the pandemic, we pray to be set free a lot. 
It is our most common prayer of the ages. Just set me free. And we keep running until we learn to find peace. Until we learn. Let's unpack those points to ponder. The first, we are children of God. We hear this a lot, but do we listen? Listen to the facts that, to the, that we are God's, God's not possessive, God's possessive, not plural. We listen to the facts that we are God's, God's possessive, not plural. The second, it hasn't yet appeared what we will be. We are to practice patience and to trust, to trust and have faith, to hold fast, live slow. <coughs> Number three, all who have the hope in him, all who have hope in him, faith in him, find love in him and love in each other. God is love and we are to be love and share love. The holy mystery, love. We are to be on a quest to find love and give it all away. Not to some, but to all, all, all. When we have faith in him, we have faith in each other. All of us together are in this together. Love, faith. Number four, five, six, whatever. Everyone who practices sin commits an act of rebellion. We need to get to the root cause of sin, the sin that resides in our hearts, which is the lack of love, the lack of love either for ourselves, and we look for all kinds of ways to fill that hole, drugs, alcohol, porn, etc. The lack of love and respect for each other. When we lack love, we find terrifying ways to disrespect and hurt each other, not realizing that it is us that we are disrespecting and hurting. The next one. You know that he appeared to take away sins. We should work harder to release ourselves of the sins we find repeating over and over. And Jesus said, pick up your mat and walk. You are healed. Go and sin no more. And last, little children, make sure no one deceives you. We must be aware of the wolves in sheep's clothing who try to deceive us and often. But we must first recognize the wolf in us disguised as sheep to stop deceiving ourselves. Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, rode into this world on a donkey in the belly of his mother. And at the end of his life, he rode in on a donkey towards his death triumphantly. Think about this. For Hashem, so Ahava of the Alam Aziah, that Hashem gave the Matana of Hashem's Ben Yekid, so that whosoever has Emuna for him may not be Nevad, but find Shaye Olam. Now's the time to unpin crapulence, put forth, ponder, antiquated ways to communicate extravagance, put out, think. For Hashem, or to say it in a way that we can all understand it, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him won't perish but will have eternal life. But do we understand it? Do we really 
We have heard this all of our lives, all of our church lives. We've heard it from Ross, Travis, John, Brian, Curtis, Lowell, and Steve, and all of the other preachers in our lives. But do we really understand what God is saying to us? Just as I had used the Orthodox Jewish Bible to read to you John 3.16, a verse we have memorized and or we see often or hear often, and, and it's been everywhere at all kinds of sporting events. Greg, do you remember that guy with the rainbow wig? Uh, you know, the one that would be just at the right spot, at the right time. Like, you know, I can almost picture him right there as, as Clark is catching that pass beating the Dallas Cowboys and he's standing up there holding it or as you know uh, uh, James Worthy or Kevin McHale in those great Laker uh, Boston Celtic finals of, of the 80s he was just right there underneath the basket every time that, that there was a great shot whatever happened to that guy holding up a sign that said John 3:16, encouraging us to pick up our Bibles and read just because we hear it and hear it often does not mean that we understand it. And we need to understand this verse because this is the verse in the Bible that sets us free. There's a better, there's a better way that we have learned as taught to us by Ross. And if these are not his words, they are words that he has learned to better understand. And I thank him and God for sharing them with us. God loves you. God loves you, and there is nothing you can do to make God love you more, and there is nothing you can do to make God love you less. And not only does God love you, but he likes you too. He likes you. And maybe that's why Ross was sent here to help set us free, to make the language of God easier to understand, to take a few words and make them deliberately simple, to let us know the exactness of God's love. You know it's interchangeable, right? Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you, and there's nothing you can do to make Jesus love you more, and there's nothing you can do to make Jesus love you less. And not only does Jesus loves you, but he likes you too. He likes you. And yet we wail, just set me free. Just set me free. We allow the crapulence in our lives to put forth chains around our bodies and souls, and we ponder too much on that. God sent us his son to just set us free, to just set me free. Redemption is not as far as it seems. It has been with us always. It was done at creation. While I, we stumble through every day, Jesus, the Redeemer, just sets us free. It was done at the redemption that took place on the cross. It is time for us to pick up our mats and sin no more. While we spend this time wondering, are we, you, I, worthy of being saved? The Holy Spirit just sets us free. It was done 
as your feet hit the ground this morning, as, as you made your way out of bed, life sustained yet once again. We do not need to keep running to find peace. We have already been set free. Now the hard work, the really hard work to just accept that gift. Now that's a point to ponder. Time has come to accept what, he has, what has been done for us long before we were born. The creator, redeemer, sustainer, love us. And there is nothing we can do about it. And not only that, we are liked. Time has also come for us as a church called Morningstar and as the individuals we are to just set Ross feet free, to be glad in this time spent with him, to revel in the sermons heard, the lessons learned, the sweat of the work done together, the times we laughed together and cried together, to be blessed to have heard that God loves us and likes us. This time with Ross, time just to set him free. the holy mystery of God's many names, the creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen.